Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the best world athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on and time to get going. Hey guys, so welcome back to Wild and Basics. So today we have a very exciting episode. Uh, it's going to be a solo episode and sorry about the last week. Uh, actually, I recorded this exact same episode, uh, but some reason uh, after five minutes, it was just blank and I couldn't access the file. I think somehow I messed up uh, big time. So that file was corrupted. So, but I think this episode is important. So uh, I do wanted to record it again and show you guys. And next week, actually, episode is going to be uh, with a guest. So first thing first, before we get started on today's topic, actually today's topic uh, is about impatience. I think there's so many occasions in our life that we talk about this thing, and I'm not going to talk overall about just being impatient or things that that might um, happen to you if you are impatient in life, but I'm going to more focus on the business aspect as we talk a lot about it in this podcast. Uh, I think uh, there is this misconception that like, you know, you have to work hard, you have to be smartest, you have to be the most of everything in order to make it in business or make it at anything. But I think more and more as I was even doing a research, but not even just doing a research, I feel like I even realized this um, a while ago that you don't have to be the most beautiful, most smart, most anything in um, when it comes to business to make it in business or to be the most successful person you could ever be. You just have to be actually uh, be good at making connections, but also be patient. Um, I know these could be something that like overlooked a lot. That's why we are going to be talking about it. But I also have a very, very good example for it, which is Call Her Daddy. We have actually talked about this podcast, uh, you know, very, very famous podcast in one of the episodes when we were talking about friends over business or making or making business with friends. But this one is going to be more about the aspect of how Alex Cooper, which is, you know, now she's a solo, um, solo host of the Call Her Daddy podcast and how she made it her way to the top with Spotify deal of over $60 million. So yeah, that is the episode for today. And we are going to get into it in a little bit. But before that, let me catch you up with some of the things that happened. So actually, when I was first recording this episode, when it got corrupted, <laughs> I was talking about uh, the festival and stuff. So I'm going to give you guys an update on that. So I actually went to the festival already and it was my birthday, September 4th. And um, I went to Saturday and Sunday. So Saturday was my birthday. I went to Picnic. If you guys don't know, it's like a Rosé film, uh, film festival, a Rosé themed music festival. Um, it is pretty fun. I feel like what I would say is though, like, again, I'm so, so grateful to go 
going and everything was really fun. But I feel like over the years versus when it first time it started I, I don't remember when it first started honestly but in 2018 when I first went it was completely different experience like it was ferris wheel it was more sponsors not about like the sponsors but like it was more activities to do it wasn't as small this time it didn't feel as great but um Overall, I think it was slightly better birthday than I have had most of the time. I feel like most people can agree with this. Uh, most people who have birthdays in September, especially in the beginning of September, I'm just so used to not celebrating my birthday on the same day because it's always like the first day of classes or I'm starting something new or I'm moving to places. Literally, most of the time on my birthdays, I, I have been either in a train or in a bus or in a plane going to school or going somewhere because it was beginning of the school year so it was never like that exciting to me so I was always used to not celebrating on the same day which is you know totally fine but this was one of the <laughs> one of the very um, exceptions that I get to celebrate my birthday in a more fun way um, I think last year was also one of the exceptions too I went to actually uh, Six Flags with my boyfriend so I feel like it has been definitely a step up in my game <laughs> since 20 since the age of 25 so this is great <laughs> anyways yeah and also fashion week is coming so I'm definitely well it's already started actually it's the first day I think today that I'm recording uh, but I will not be going to most of them as I've mentioned this in before but I want to mention it again I feel like it's such a cool experience to be in the fashion week or just experience it at all but I think it also puts so much pressure on you as an attendee and uh, because everyone watches you and people take pictures and everything, you get so concerned about how you look and stuff. Again, that might be just me, but that's what I'm just saying. So that's one reason uh, I am actually this year, although I got invited a couple, I'm actually only going to one which has a bunch of shows together the same night. So I'm going to be watching that instead uh, so it will put less pressure on me and I feel like it will be also make the best out of it so I won't be overwhelmed and uh, I will also keep you guys posted how it is because um, I just want to make a clarification most people that was like I feel like sometimes people think that it's so hard to get invited to New York Fashion Week or just the shows it's not that hard it really depends on what kind of honesty shows Obviously, getting invited to like really, really bougie ones like I don't know Tom Ford or like uh, Valentino or like Louis Vuitton or something. Those are definitely going to be harder, but you can definitely get invited to many other shows if you really, really want to. So it's not that hard actually. So I feel like it used to be a lot easier uh, because people weren't checking a lot. And I remember very first time when I was interning with this fashion company, and they were like, they literally let anyone in who claims to be press. So I'm just saying it's not that hard if you are, you know, wanting to be a part of the New York Fashion Week or just work for it or do something about it. It's not that hard. Uh, definitely let me know if you guys would be interested. So I will definitely talk about that later, maybe next week. So let's get into today's episode. I think, not gonna lie, we all can agree with this. Being patient is hard. Like, it's not easy. It's an easy thing to say that, like, oh my god, be patient. But it is hard, especially because I think we could be... Not everyone is impatient at everything. I mean, maybe there are people. But I feel like overall, people are not like that. You're impatient about certain things because those things mean the most to you. 
So uh, I feel like there could be, I don't know, maybe your career, uh, your, maybe your the evolution. I mean, the way you want to, you know, you want your body to change, you know, like either to be skinny or bulky or like I don't know, muscular, stuff like that. Like you're not patient with that or you're not patient with the way of your lifestyle and stuff like that or how much money you make, you know, it could be different for everyone. So everyone could be impatient at multiple stages of their life so it really depends on what thing they are impatient at but uh overall i will i would say it's generally one thing because one thing that they care the most and that's why they become so impatient because they really want that the most and that's when it comes i feel like and people always say this it's like cliche thing to say but it's true uh being patient is a virtue uh patience is a virtue essentially and it's very true i feel like um First of all, uh, it's easier to say, easier to said than done, but good things don't come easily at all. I have very, very big lessons from that, so I'm going to mention it right now, actually. Uh, when good things, uh, when the things come easily to you, always be skeptical. I feel like sometimes people say, like, don't be skeptical all the time or don't be cynical all the time, but I feel like in life, those good things are just not going to happen or fall into your lap that quick. If it happens, you just have to be really, you just have to, you know, be like, what is the catch? Like, what is it about it? You know, like you have to be very, very careful. Here's my example. If you guys know, a couple months ago, I, um, I signed visa management. And I have mentioned to you guys in one of the episodes, I think, that how it's going to go. Honestly, I wasn't, like, surprised that someone wanted to manage me or anything because I had the experience before. It wasn't like that. But I was surprised that, like, it was from this company, honestly. Uh, it's because, like, I never heard of them or anything like that. But from what they were offering to me, it just sounds so good is the fees and everything so I was like this is this sounds too good to be true right and I kept thinking in my head like that then I also like sent it to my sister and like couple like people and I was like I kind of like I was hesitant for sure but I also got so excited that like because I had so much things in my hand and I was so like overwhelmed and everything maybe I was just overwhelmed at that time I guess I don't know but I wasn't really patient with it so I was just like okay I'll just sign a contract it's just a trial it's not like I'm doing for a full year uh, because it's just a trial period of like a few months so I can test it out to see how this will be right no big deal so I don't know like first of all as soon as I signed a contract right no first I wanted to sign a contract then um he did not get back to me for like I don't know maybe two weeks like he almost fell off the earth like I didn't hear from him at all then I tried to contact his uh like assistant or like someone who works at the company right and she's like oh I'm so sorry I don't know what's going on I'm uh, I'm gonna email his like, I'm going to give you his personal email. So, anyway, I find out, right? Then, apparently, it turns out he had, like, some sort of sickness or he was at the hospital or something. So, I was like, okay, I mean, I'm not a monster, you know? I totally get it. Like, health comes first, so I get that, you know? It's like, I understand, you know? Shit happens. So, anyways, after I signed a contract, right? 
and I got this like you know form and stuff like that so I can you know sign it and tell him that like what kind of brands I want to work with and like it's pretty explanatory like this happens for most of the managements and like followers and like social media accounts and your rates and stuff so then you can negotiate later right then afterwards right like I send him maybe like couple offers right and I change all my emails you know, the one emails that was going to my uh, account, I changed it to his email from my Instagram, YouTube, everything. So it was going to him. So I didn't even know what was going on behind the scenes, except a couple of them that I get myself that I forwarded to him. Maybe one or two, I received a response. Rest was like, I didn't receive anything from him. So I was concerned. I was like, maybe I'm not getting any uh, collaborations or any emails from brands. Like, I don't know what's going on, right? So it was kind of crickets. I mean, not to like, it, it was, I wasn't like super, super concerned because I knew that this might take time, some time and like it's new management and everything. So I didn't want to push it so much. So I totally get that part. But it was literally like crickets. I didn't receive any updates from him, anything for like, maybe like two weeks or so so then I got concerned I was like I mean I have collaboration stuff that I signed beforehand so I was fine in terms of that but I was also concerned that like what is going on because in their profile or in their web page they were promised that like oh you're gonna get 20 or 30 percent more revenue uh from your you know usual one so I was like okay where is this happening you know when is this happening I mean again I get it I was like be patient Merce Although I started with impatient with this one. I just signed a contract too quick. So anyways, then he made up some excuse. He was like, okay, like I'm working on it. I haven't heard back from them. Like the couple companies that he mentioned that I wanted to work with, which they actually already had a connection with me. So I was like, okay, this sounds great, right? Um, nothing happens, right? Then he's like, actually, like there was a lot of internal changes that was going on with the company. I am assigning you our lead influencer agent which is another girl which was fine actually I had a good experience with her during that month or so uh, she was very uh, you know on top of everything and stuff like that but what was very like prof- unprofessional and everything because like there are a couple brands that they were talking to me then they were like I was like yeah I'm seeing my agent like uh, which was him but then you know she came along because he assigned someone else. Then I had to change my emails again to her that all the collaboration has to go through her. Then I was had to be like, actually, it's not him, but like, it's this girl. Like, how many times do I have to change my manager or agent? I don't know. Then, long story short, towards the end, like at uh, this month, like which was my trial was ending, I was just asking this girl, it's like, oh, like, I just want to let you know what's going on. And like, I'm not sure if I want to continue it, I just was thinking maybe I can extend it for a trial, maybe one more month or so. And she, she dropped this bombshell on me that like, she actually also doesn't like the company and she thinks it was disorganized and everything like that. She's considering other place, other positions and stuff like that. So I definitely wasn't expecting that. So I was like, what? Like, and I was, I mean, I already didn't have like, amazing experience with the company but she was great agent so I I had no problem with her I would love to work with her because she got me a bunch of opportunities for the for the time for the months that she was working with me so I appreciate that so it didn't really work out and um I'm essentially you know agentless right now which is fine you know no big deal but long story short from this example I'm trying to say this like 
when something always looks like that, you know, too good to be true, don't just jump the gun and sign a contract or do it that quick. That's being impatient. Example from mine is that like because I really wanted to, I was very overwhelmed and I didn't want to deal with collaborations, emails, negotiations, stuff like that because they take so much time and I really just wanted to focus on content and creating stuff. And I was just like, okay, I, let me just try this, just a trial, whatever. But it did actually brought more headache than I anticipated. Uh, so I was just saying like, be patient when it comes to that. There is another big example of this um, that I want to mention, which is uh, like call her daddy. Uh, so let's roll back and like explain how it is. So call her daddy actually first started, you know, with you know two hosts. It was Alex Cooper and Sophia Franklin, right? They then they fell apart because of the money issue stuff like that. So, but the issue was that like because they weren't getting paid industry standards, uh, which understandable. But what was true is that like once you sign a contract, this is something that a lot of people have to understand is that like uh, doesn't matter how good you do if the contract says like this is how much money you're getting, that's how much you're gonna get. But on top of it, I think they also had some bonuses. But I guess maybe including bonuses, they weren't getting enough money, so they essentially become greedy they try to renegotiate their contract, which is fine. I feel like that's something that happens uh, as you become more and more successful. It's a common thing. But the key term in here is that like you have to be patient because uh, once you think about it, Alex and also Sophia, they were like no one. Like no one knew about them before the podcast. They were like no one that we knew or like they're not like celebrities. Like they had no presence. Uh, Barstool Sports made them, you know, stars and like made them popular uh, hosts. So them pulling a shit like that, it's kind of crazy, honestly. But I also understand like, you know, they were trying to get paid like more industry standards for a podcast that makes like 10 million a year. So when they were negotiating, right? So... Alex was really uh, smart and thinking that like, oh, I really need the IP. IP is like essentially, it's called intellectual property, which means that like you essentially own the rights for the name or anything to do with it. Like if like essentially in here, like for this podcast, right? I own all the rights for Wild and Basic. So whoever does anything with it, I can technically sue them. Something that I own the rights. So that's what Alex Cooper was very smart about it. And she focused on that. Instead, Sophia was focusing on the short term goal, which was money. So that's something you need to think about, especially with business, but also just overall. That's why the key term is patience. You have to be patient to think about the overall picture versus like the short term goal of the money. Because if your goal is to make just, I mean, your goal could be money like to make money, which is fine. You know, everyone wants to make money, but your focus shouldn't be money because if your focus is money, that's not going to be a lot when it comes to business because business has to be more than that. It has to be about the name. It has to be about the focus of what you're trying to bring to the table. Like it has to be more than that. I don't think at that time, Sophia thought about it because I think I guess maybe she was just so pissed about the whole underpaid thing uh like that she wasn't getting paid enough and alex wasn't getting paid enough but like she didn't really think about the bigger picture alex did 
So when they were trying to renegotiate their contract, actually, you know, Alex agreed on the renegotiation. And, you know, in the the negotiation part, renegotiation part, oh my God, such a long word. They were actually giving them half a million dollars, which is, again, from, I don't know, maybe 70, 80K that they were offering as a salary. That's good. That's very good. But Sophia didn't think of that because they were like, she's like, oh, we deserve more. And the thing is, this is what I'm trying to come at. It's like, technically, yes, you deserve more, but you have to think of the bigger picture. Sometimes you have to be patient to just stick it through to get to the top. Not because like uh, that you don't deserve it at the moment. Yes, you deserve it at the moment, but sometimes there are challenges. There are things that you have to come through in order to get to the top. I don't think Sophia ever like understood that again I don't think she was like a bad person or anything like that but I just don't think she understood that aspect but I think Alex completely did and she knew that she was gonna get everything she ever wanted that's why she stuck through it and now fast forward to nowadays right she's signing a contract she signed a contract with Spotify right for 60 million dollars which means it's three years contract so 20 million each year so it's essentially twice the more the podcast is go- going to was going to make it, mainly because like it's going to be exclusive on Spotify, so no other platforms. That's very good for Spotify, but also other things to think about is that like the way uh, Alex did this is she didn't go behind the back of Barstool Sports because uh, her contract was up, I think in June or something, with Barstool St- Sports, and just like based on her contract, you know the half a million and everything she was gonna get the IP and she did and then afterwards she's like I can do whatever the fuck I want you know she had the power she had the like she had everything she wanted you know that's the bigger picture in here so she stuck through it with that patience yeah maybe sometimes like we can tell from her episodes and everything she wasn't so happy about like you know being working or doing these things like because she seemed like she was just tired in most episodes or like she was missing a couple episodes, you know, like, she was only, like, posting, I don't know. Sometimes she would miss, like, two, three weeks, I guess. Like, again, not my, like, I'm not trying to just barge on her, but what I'm just trying to say, like, it wasn't so pleasant, obviously. I can tell from the, from the way she was doing it, but I can see that, like, she was just doing it so she can get the IP, which is her goal. Again, that comes to patience. And not to, like, say that, like, if that wasn't enough, but she also still doing working with Barstool Sports. She didn't burn the bridges uh, as for the merch, and merch always makes money too, like a lot of money comparing to downloads. So I'm just saying. So she got everything. She got the Spotify deal, and she got the merch with Barstool Sports. She didn't burn the bridges, and she got it all. You know, like. And all it comes to patience. Yeah, some people were talking about like, oh, Alex was doing more work and stuff like that. But I feel like that's what we need to think about is like, it's not even about that because yeah, Alex was maybe where she was doing the editing and stuff like that, more work, I guess. But when you think about it, Sophia also was the one who had like, I don't know, good stories and stuff like that. So I feel like they both had their strengths. And also when you even think about it, I feel like, even the content of this podcast is like it's not a, 
of their podcast is like not even the greatest i feel like most of this seems very toxic to me honestly it's more about like oh treat men like shit and like just drop them like flies or whatever you know or like cheat on them or whatever how to find their cheaters and like going through their phone and shit like that i don't know i just feel like it's very toxic overall that's not the point i feel like we will definitely talk about a topic like this quality over quantity or consistency that's definitely an important topic but what i'm trying to come at is like in here it's not about like that like a oh, one did most work one other one didn't it's not one just stuck through it with patience and other one didn't other one was just like no i want the money right now because when you look at sophia right now well i mean i'm sure her podcast is doing okay but it's not like that great you know like i don't think it's in the same level as call her daddy obviously it's not going to be but like when you look at it like I don't know, like, Alex's follower count is, like, over 2 million, probably, and she's now, like, interviewing celebrities, like, Tiffany Haddish, Miley Cyrus, like, you know, those are very popular, Chelsea Handler, like, very popular people, she's even now, although she's, like, famous for being famous, right, like, it's not, like, very fun thing to do, but, like, she's, like, a celebrity, I feel like now. She's not just like a, a podcast host or anything. She seems like a celebrity. She looks like a celebrity. She has very good connections and everything. Versus Sophia is like, I don't think she's that much considered a celebrity. She has lost followers and everything like that. Um, I'm just saying that when you look at the overall picture, that's what you need to think about. So overall conclusion in here that I want to make, I think impatience is essentially like a self-sabotage. Um, I feel like overall in life, it is a self-sabotage, but I feel like especially in here, in this example, but also in business, it is like a self-sabotage because this impatience, you are essentially burning the bridges, but also like cutting all the ties or connections that you had with people in the past. And that actually hurts because when you think about it, like you're essentially alienating the people that you're working with. In this case, you know, Sophia did with Alex and also with Dave Portnoy. Again, they might not be the greatest people, but I feel like we are just looking at this business perspective. It fucked up, you know, she fucked up. So I feel like when you make decisions like that, this is essentially... You're essentially altering your timeline for your success or for your business. Your your artificial timeline or whatever that is for your business, it is corrupted. It's fucked up, you know, like it's not good. So that's what it's coming at. Like, it's just not going to be great. Um, Again, another example was my, you know, my contract and everything, right? Like it didn't turn out great. Yeah, like I am taking myself responsible for it. But at the same time, I'm also saying that like, well, it is okay, you know, because I at least got some sort of an experience from it and I will be careful next time. But again, I did pay for the, you know, I, I, I am essentially paying for it. Not like I'm saying monetary value or anything like that, but like before even the second agent came in, the first agent, yes, I was busy with other collaborations, but he didn't bring that much to the table. So that one month, maybe I didn't get that many collaborations or advertising. So yeah, I lost technically, which is a good, good, like, I don't know, 
good example for me, good lesson for me to understand that like uh, patience is important and that's why I'm trying to comment. It's like when something is too good to be true, <laughs> most likely it is. So definitely do your due diligence and your research. Uh, don't jump into the conclusion because again, something in business, good things in business or good things in everything actually don't come easily. It takes a lot of time. So uh, don't rush it because you will make your connection later on and get to the top. All right, guys. So that was the episode for today. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye.